Hi everyone, welcome to the Ingoa Public Library podcast, Listen Up. Today I'll be reading the first part of the book In Darkness by Nick Blake, published in 2012, in honor of National Haiti Heritage Month. I read, At the beginning of the troubles in Haiti, I felt that I was destined for great things. When I received this divine intimation, I was four and fifty years of age. I could neither read nor write. Toussaint Louverture, in a letter to Napoleon Bonaparte. Though fallen thyself never to rise again, live and take comfort. Thou hast left behind powers that will work for thee, air, earth, and skies. There is not a breathing of the common wind that will forget thee. Thou hast great allies. Thy friends are exaltations, agonies, and love, and man's unconquerable mind. William Woodsworth to Toussaint Louverture. Now, I am the voice in the dark calling out for your help. I am the quiet voice that you hope will not turn to silence. The voice you want to keep hearing because it means someone is still alive. I am the voice calling for you to come and dig me out. I am the voice in the dark asking you to unbury me, to bring me from the grave out into the light like a zombie. I am a killer, and I have been killed too, over and over. I am constantly being born. I have lost more things than I have found. I have destroyed more things than I have built. I have seen babies abandoned in trash, and I have seen the dead come back to life. I first shot a man when I was 12 years old. I have no name. There are no names in the darkness, because there is no one else. Only me. And I already know who I am. I am the voice in the dark, calling out for your help. And I have no questions for myself, and no need to call upon myself for anything. Except to remember. I am alone. I am dying. In darkness, I count my blessings like man-man taught me. One, I am alive. Two, there is no two. I see nothing and I hear nothing. This darkness, it's like something solid. It's like it's inside me. I used to shout for help, but then after a while, I couldn't tell if I was speaking through my mouth or just in my head. And that scared me. Anyway, shouting makes me thirsty. So I don't shout anymore. I only touch and smell. This is how I know what is in here with me, in the darkness. There is a light, except it doesn't work. But I can tell it's a light because I feel the smooth glass of the lamp, and I remember how it used to sit on the little table by my bed. That is another thing. There is a bed in here. It was my bed before the walls fell down. I can feel its soft mattress and its broken slats. I smell blood. There is an ampel blood in this place, on me and all around me. I can tell it's blood because it smells of iron and death, and because I've smelled blood before. I grew up in the Bindanville. It's a smell you get used to. Not all of the blood is mine, but some of it is. I used to touch the bodies, but I don't do that anymore. They smell too. I don't know what happened. I was in bed minding my own seven. Then everything shook and I fell, and the darkness started. Or maybe everything else fell. I'm in Canopy Vert Hospital. This I know. It's a private hospital, so I figured the blanks must be paying for it. I don't know why they brought me here after they killed Biggie and put his bullet in my arm. Maybe they felt bad about it. Yesterday, or possibly it was longer ago than that, Tintin came to see me. It was before the world fell down. Tintin must have used his pass, the one that Stephanie got him, to get out of sight Soleil through the checkpoint. I wonder how Stephanie is feeling now that Biggie's dead. Because she's UN and she shouldn't have been sleeping with a gangster. She must have really loved him.
Tintin signed my bandage. I told him it's only plaster casts that people sign, not bandages, but he didn't know the difference. Tintin doesn't know much about Enion. Example, you're thinking that he signed his name on my bandage, but he didn't. He signed Route 9, like he writes everywhere. Tintin doesn't just tag, he likes to shout. Route 9 when we're rolling in the streets too. Route 9 till I die. Dumb stuff like that. I will look at the people we were driving past and say to him, you don't know who these people are. They might be from Boston. They might cap you. That's the point, he would say. I'm not afraid of them. I'm Route 9. I thought Tintin was a critin, but I didn't say so. Old people like my manman says Route 9 in Boston used to mean something back in the day. Like Route 9 was for Aristides and Boston was for the rebels. Now they don't mean anything at all. I was in Route 9 with Tintin, but I didn't write it anywhere. I didn't shout it either. If anyone was going to kill me, I wanted it to be for a good reason, not because I said the wrong name. Anyway, when I was rolling with the Route 9 crew, I didn't want the Boston thugs to know me. I didn't want them to know me till I had them at the end of my gun, and they would have to give my sister back. I tried that in the end. It didn't work out how I wanted it to. In the hospital, after Tintin wrote Route 9 on my bandage, he shook my hand. It hurt, but he didn't notice. How are you, he asked me. I got shot, I said. How do you think I am? Tintin shrugged. He got shot a couple of years ago, and Biggie and Stephanie arranged for him to come here and get sewn up. For him, it obviously wasn't a big deal. But that's Tintin. He's like so full of hoes, so easy to hurt, that he stops the world from hurting him by hurting it first. If he found a puppy, he did strangle it to stop himself liking it. He knows I got shot too, before, when I was young, but I don't remember that so well. Everyone in the hood be giving you props, blood, Tintin said in English. Tintin was one of those gangsters who talk all the time in English, like they're from the hood or something. The real hood, like in New York or Baltimore. You was cold out there. Briekaimire. I didn't know what to say, so I just said, word. This is what American gangsters say when they want to agree with something. I said it so that I would still sound like a player, even though I couldn't care less about that thug shit anymore. For reasons which you will learn for your own selves. But that seemed to be okay, because Tintin nodded like I had said something profound. Leaving here, you get a block gang problem. Maybe be a boss one day of your own, Tintin said. Kill those Boston motherfuckers stone dead. Now I shrugged. I didn't want to block. I wanted all the dead people to not be dead anymore. But that's a lot to ask. Even in Haiti. Where dead people are never really dead. May's referred for Haitians all over the world has Asian Heritage Month. May has great historical and cultural traditions that all Haitians are proud to make aware of and to pass on to future generations. There are a lot of celebrations honored by Haitians in the month of May, including Labor and Agriculture Day, Flower Day, Mother's Day, to name a few. In Darkness is a story of a 15-year-old boy who is trapped in darkness underneath the rubble. The book won a Prince Award for Excellence in Young Adult Literature. It's a must-read for teens and young adult readers alike. It told stories of resilience and hope and futility, of not just one boy, but a whole country. It showed the similarities between a slave-turned-revolutionary leader and a modern 15-year-old boy. It is amazing how history reverberates constantly in our lives today, and we occasionally miss it. This book shows two different centuries coming together in one. You know what? Just read the book. You have to check this book out. To do so, visit our website at library.cityofinglewood.org. Until next time, thank you.
and happy National Haiti Month.